Hello and welcome to the Docs to Dads podcast, a health and wellness resource for any dad looking to actively engage with their health, the health of their children, and building a stronger, healthier community around their family. Each week, Dr. Scott, a board-certified pediatrician, will explore topics relevant to child health and how dads can be an active participant in their growth, development, and other issues that affect children and the whole family. Hi, dads. Today, I want to take a few minutes to introduce myself and share my story of why I became a pediatrician, what I love about being a dad so far, and how I am trying to combine those passions to better serve busy working dads like you. What is your dad origin story? I hope hearing my story will bring back memories of your own experiences growing up. What was your relationship with your dad like? I'm very lucky to have a dad who was present with my brother and me as we were growing up. He always prioritized our needs over his own. At various times in my life, he was my soccer coach and my Boy Scout leader. He dropped me off early for band practices and stayed up late helping me with writing assignments. Maybe you had a dad like that too. If you still can, take time today to reach out to your dad and thank him for the role he played in your life. Tell him how you hope he will have a similar impact on your kids as a grandfather. My dad loves being a pop-pop. If you didn't have a dad like that in your life growing up, I want you to know that you can still be that dad to your own kids. You had people in your life that helped shape you to the man you are today. Reflect on those people and think about how you can use what you learned from them to help your own children. Growing up in the suburbs around Dallas, Texas, I had two parents who both worked full-time. They still managed to participate in being present for every school function, soccer game, and Boy Scout camp out that I wanted to attend. As a father with two young kiddos, with a wife who also works full-time, I only now fully appreciate how tired my brother and I must have made our parents. We were very involved with our church. My parents regularly taught the three-year-old Sunday school class. After I got to middle school, I joined as a teen helper in their classroom. This is where I first got to spend time interacting with young children other than my brother and his friends. I had so much fun teaching them about the world around them, and I was so amazed with all the things they could learn. I remember feeling like the time we spent with those kids was important to them, and I knew I needed to work with kids in my future career. At first, I thought it might be as a teacher or a counselor, but eventually I decided to become a pediatrician. My parents were very supportive of my academic pursuits. I worked hard to graduate near the top of my high school class and go on to university to pursue an education in math and science. I wanted to determine if a career in medicine really made sense for me. I didn't have any doctors in my family or in my parents' circle of friends. So I didn't really know what it looked like to be a doctor, other than my experience as a patient. I had to seek out opportunities to learn about careers in medicine. I squeezed shadowing experiences with a private pediatrician close to my university into an already packed course load. I also worked two to three jobs at a time to limit my student loan debt. My desire to serve children and parents as a pediatrician was confirmed in medical school. My happiest days were spent assessing children's growth and development and teaching families the best ways to help their children thrive and meet their milestones. When kids would get sick and were admitted to the hospital, I would spend time at their bedside. I wanted to make sure parents understood what was happening with their child's health, what we were doing to help, and how the parents could care for the child when they got home. I developed the perspective that even though I spend every day in the hospital, 
these families were having the worst day of their lives. It reinforced the need to be present with the family of each and every patient. That's also what I hope to do with everyone who joins our community of dads. I can clearly remember the first patient I saw in residency for each of his checkups for the first year. Every few months, I had the privilege to see this young man, I'll call him Jimmy, and his mother. By the time he was a year old, I looked back and realized no other doctor had ever seen Jimmy. I was truly his doctor. At his one-year checkup, his mom asked for a picture of me with Jimmy to have at his birthday party. What a blessing this family had given me. As I saw more and more patients, I was puzzled by how few dads I saw in the clinic or even in the hospital. It also occurred to me that when a dad would be present with their child in our office, their experiences with their child were not respected or even asked about. I had an awareness of this phenomenon as a pediatrician, but then came the moment that my entire life changed. My wife was pregnant, and I became a father. This new aspect of my identity came over me, and I had millions of new concerns. All of them started to bubble up as we prepared our family and our home for the addition of our new blessing. We had tried to get pregnant several times earlier in our marriage, but in the windows we had available, it didn't happen. But now we were thrilled to be expecting a little one. After several weeks, just as we were gearing up to tell our family and friends, we experienced what so many do. We lost that baby through a miscarriage. To say we were devastated doesn't begin to do it justice. We leaned on each other, but we had recently moved to a new city where we had only a few friends and no family close by for support. Fortunately, we were able to conceive again pretty quickly after our miscarriage, and a short time later we had my son. I'll share more of my experiences with both the miscarriage and the birth of our children in the coming weeks. I hope that these stories help you to get to know who I am, and how my experiences with my own parents, my experiences working with families in the clinic, and my experiences of trying, failing, and eventually becoming a dad myself have shaped the doctor and dad I strive to be. Being a dad now has become a central aspect of my identity, and I tell folks all the time that along with being my wife's husband, being my kid's dad is the last thing in my life I could give up. If I had to quit being a pediatrician, never run another race, never watch Real Madrid soccer or OU football ever again, I could do that. I could never stop being a husband and a father. It's core to my identity. So dads, that's my origin story. We would love to hear your story too. How did your early family life and career goals affect your path to becoming a dad? How do you think about your career and hobbies now? Can these be parts of our lives that we share with our kids? How do we balance each of these components of our identity as we strive to be better dads each day? We will explore all of these topics on the Docs to Dads podcast. Thank you for tuning in for the Docs to Dads podcast this week. If you want more information on this or other topics, connect with us on Instagram at Docs to Dads pod. That's Docs, the number two, Dads pod, or email us at Docs to Dads pod at gmail.com. You can also leave questions or comments in the five-star review you're about to leave for the show on your podcast app of choice. Tune in next time where we're going to go back to the beginning to discuss what you should do when you first find out that you and your partner are expecting a little one. Whether it's your first or your fifth, there are some things that you can do to start bonding with your new baby while they are still in the womb. Until then, remember that what you do as a dad matters. Keep building healthier dads 
happier kids, and stronger communities. The information included in this podcast and other Docs platforms is intended for your education and entertainment only. It is not intended as medical advice and should not replace a relationship with a primary care pediatrician or other provider who will give the most appropriate recommendations for your individual situation. 